Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, and man, have we got a show for you. We got some good stuff, but we got we're getting to the best stuff first. Yes. Because we have live in studio, not only do we have Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross, but we also have Anthony Hitchens. Wow. <laughs> What's up, Anthony? Wow. Appreciate y'all for having me. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. So what we'll do is we're going to limit it to two football questions. I'm going to let Kurt and Nate ask those, and we'll, then we just want to get to know you as Hitch the person. Hitch, Sounds good. Hitch, right. Hitch. But it's fourth year now? Yeah, fourth year. Yep. I, I remember three years ago, four years ago, when Hitch came in the game against San Diego Chargers, man. He came in the game late and uh, was making plays. I mean, they weren't like they are now for losses and minimal gain. He was kind of hitting five yards, six but he was hitting. And I pulled Leon Lett to the side. I say, this kid in here late in the game trying to bring everything he got on limited knowledge. I said, he a keeper. And Cat Leon let just looked at me like, I said, yeah, I promise you, man. Congratulations, brother. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Congratulations. Um, it's been a long journey, but, you know, it was, it's always worth it, as you yeah. know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's been a journey, and it's, uh, you know, it's fun. And I'm, I'm still young, so <laughs> still keep playing. Was it tough those first couple years they had you playing everywhere along that, you know, all three spots? Did it, yeah. Does that help, or are you like, man, just put me one space, one spot and let me roll? Yeah, uh, at first it was tough. Uh, I look back on it now, and uh, it helped me a lot. Uh, but when you're a rookie coming in, playing Sam, Mike, and Will, that's tough. But when you know, look back, look back at it now, I'm like, okay, now I know everyone's job. I could play faster. So uh, at at the moment, it was a little tough, but I got through it. You know, uh, Coach Flues, our linebacker coach, um, he helped me through it, and you know, I'm a I'm a better uh, football player. Yeah, that, I always I wondered when you were drafted, you were. You're gonna be kind of eased into it. Sean Lee was, you know, he was a starter, all that, and then like first practice, boom, Sean Lee's injured. Were yeah. you kind of like, oh boy, here we go? Or yeah, that's that's exactly how it was. They told, <laughs> uh, you know, they they had a label on me, a uh, special team guy. Even though I ignore all that, uh, you know, I just come in to work, uh, try to, you know, uh, not blind, knock all that stuff off, and just you know, just play football. But uh, you know, and their plans, they wanted me to be a backup, you know, a special teams guy. And unfortunately, uh, Sean Lee went down, and uh, it started a little earlier than they expected. Here we are. Four years later, we open up training camp, and then, you know, they go through soft days, and then they open up the pad. You've stopped, like, four straight runs in the backfield. I say, this is this hit your year. And then you got that injury, man. How did you feel, man? Yeah, that, that that was crazy. Uh, um, you know, I had had the best camp in my four years. Uh, I was flying around, having fun, and uh, unfortunately, I got I got hurt. But uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, while I was hurt, I was in the books. Um, you know, staying here with the team, so I still feel a part of the team. But you know, I'm just trying to pick up where I left off, and I think I'm doing doing just that. So um, as long as I just keep improving, I think I'll be all right. So who are your buddies on the team? Who do you hang out with? Outside of football, uh, outside of football, Damian Wilson, um, Keith Smith's a real good buddy. He, you know, 
He was a linebacker at once. Uh-huh. <laughs> still you still accept right. him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just, Justin, uh, our new linebacker we just got, uh, he, he's, a, he's a real nice guy. Uh, we hung out, uh, you know, tried to take him under my wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was just new to, you know, this facility and this team and stuff like that. So uh, he's another guy I hang out. But I don't I don't have much time. I'm married. I have two dogs. Um Ooh, what kind of dogs you got? An English Massive and a Lab. Oh, so you got a big dog. Yeah, he's about 185. Wow. So <laughs> Somebody like else had a Massive. Tyrone Crawford. That's yeah, right. It looked just like his dog. Does actually. it really? I got the male version. He got a, he got a female. They ever, ooh, so, so, any plans for the baby making with the dogs? No. <laughs> There's no, nah, no more. Hey, hey, hey. So, so how long you been married, man? What's your, what's your lovely bride name? And share it with us, man. Yeah, I've been married a uh, year and a half now. Uh, July second, congratulations, 2016. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, her name's Ashley Marie Hitchens. Obviously, um, I knew her since I was about 11 or 10 years. Oh, old. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, me and her, me and her younger brother played sports all growing up. Uh, actually, my my dad was her younger brother, coach, and right. little league baseball. So I knew Ashley all my life. I uh, knew her family all my life. Uh, you had your eye on your friend's older sister. <laughs> That's what's I up. I, I, def- I did. I did. And, <laughs> and I told him that when um, he wasn't okay with it at first. <laughs> but you know, as we got older, he, he understood. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was almost marrying someone I knew all my life. So it was it was, it was a lot easier. That's very cool. So tell us about your your childhood. Where when did you start playing football? Where'd you go to? I thought we were going to talk. No, I'm just joking. No, you already got your football question. I just think you're talking more football, so. Oh, where'd you, where'd you start playing football? Like, what town did you grow up in, high school, and then college, and how'd you get here? Yeah, I'm from a little town, Lorraine, Ohio, about west of Cleveland, about 30 minutes. Um, started, I was about eight years old, you know, started off at receiver. Uh, then got moved to tight end, then quarterback, then running back. But, uh, yeah. And now, then, don't let him sell you short here. He he owns his high school record for rushing yards. <laughs> what? Yeah. Big play he just, he just kind of skipped yeah. over that, didn't he? Took his team to the state championship his junior year. As a running back. I, I can run. Yeah, I was a running back. Um, had a good offensive line, though. You know, those guys were uh, some some big guys. Yeah. So I'm sure they're listening or will listen. They're still, yeah. my, they're still my buddies. So, uh, yeah, that, that was the good days. Uh, I got to Iowa by um, – the defensive coordinator from Iowa is Phil Parker. He's from my hometown in, in Ohio. So it was a connection there. Uh, ended up signing there, playing my four years there. And now uh, Flus, our linebacker coach, is him and uh, – okay, let me back up so y'all can understand. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, a, it's a long train. So um, my defensive coordinator at uh, Iowa is from my hometown, but he also coached with my linebacker coach, Coach right. Flus right. at Toledo. For a while. Ah, okay. So when I was in Iowa, uh, you know, when it was time to get drafted, you know, they uh, Flus called him and asked him about me and all this. So it was an easier transition for me to come here knowing someone knew uh, Phil Parker, which was from my hometown. That's kind of cool. Every Everywhere along the way, you've had somebody that knew so, you from a place yeah. before and kind of brought you along to where you're at now. Yep, yep. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Now – Go ahead on, man, since you know everything about it. Let's finish the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got to ask. It always gets brought up. I mean, you you made such a tough decision when you were 12 years old. Decided, was it 
simply you wanted to go to a different high school? You felt you had a better opportunity at this different high school? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was 11 years old. Um, and uh, the neighborhood I was living in and the school district, uh, I just didn't want to go to. And nicely, my family and my adopted family now, you know, took me in and moved me to uh, a more, you know, typical high school. Although high school wasn't a high school, mm-hmm. uh, put it like that. Uh, uh, so they took me in. Um, you know, they treated me like their own from day one. And, I mean, they added a bedroom for me. <laughs> so, and honestly, at the time, they really didn't know me besides a kid that wanted to, you know, wanted to a go to school. life. Yeah. And I was good friends with their, their one son they had right. at the time that I was good friends with. Um, he was the quarterback of the team, the high school team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they took me in, and, you know, they never looked back since. And, you know, I'm, that's why I'm so appreciative of what, everything I got now. Yeah, it's an amazing story because I just – Explain the story. I mean, you just went off – Oh, I'm sorry. Cuff. Like, we I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> we got people listening, so explain the story. No, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe Anthony should explain a little more. Okay. But, okay, I'll give you the <laughs> from, <laughs> from what you understand. Yeah. What I understand, when, when you're 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. you decided you had – you. Um, good friend of yours, mm-hmm. you basically made the decision to move in with his family um, in order to go to a better high school, um, better neighborhood, I guess. Yeah. And all. But mm-hmm. it was a great situation. In which your mom understood. Both families got along mm-hmm. great. I think your mom and his and your adopted father knew each other and, yeah. and were friends, sort of, or mm-hmm. went to high school. Went so to high school, yeah. It, it was a you kind of had the best of both worlds, maybe, mm-hmm. where where you had this opportunity to, to live with this family and go to the school, yet your mom was very understanding. You're still very close with your mom. That yeah, yeah, it was very understanding. And uh, I think that would have been harder if it wasn't uh, understanding. And still to this day, they're, you know, they both come up to the, uh, the first game every year, you know. So it's it's good. I, I have now I have two moms, you know. Yeah. A lot of people have one. Some don't have none, unfortunately. But I could say I have two, you know. So – Everything happens for a reason, like I always say, and, I, you know, I'm just so blessed to be here. So football, like, literally changed your life. Yes. That's awesome, man. I didn't know that story. <laughs> yeah. Hitch, man, I, you know, I don't say – I know y'all see me staring at you a lot. I don't say a lot, man, but you you are bigger than I think, man. How big are you? I, I'm 230. See, uh, last year and years before, um, uh-huh. I was lighter. I was 225, okay. 224. But uh, me and Sean, this off season and throughout camp, you know, he told me like, really, like a lot of people lay back on weights during the season, you know. And Sean was like, don't just don't do that, you know. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, lay back. He played, right. you can, you know, try to maximize the weight room, you know, as much as you're doing on the field. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm gonna try this. You know, the right. first couple of weeks is hard, you know. You're like, oh, I'm tired, or you're not as strong as you want to be because you're running a lot. So you got to just find different ways in the weight room to continue. Uh, getting stronger, and I, I've been doing that since this off season. And it, it, the first place is showing up is uh, my weight, and then my quickness on the field. So, uh, big big shout out to Sean Lee, a guy that's been doing it for a while. So I wasn't gonna tell him no. <laughs> yeah. What What is your favorite meal? If you could have one meal, your last meal, what would it be? Uh, when my mom make chicken enchiladas, twice baked potatoes. Mm, okay. I'm on board with that. What do you think about the food here at the training table? I was very good. Yeah, very, I got a lot to pick from. Um, they got barbecue today. Oh, uh, I'm not a barbecue guy. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a barbecue guy. He's How can you not be a barbecue? He's from Ohio, guy? you know they don't get uh, good. Barbecue. My wife cooked barbecue uh, ribs. I just, she, just, I told her just don't put the sauce on mine. <laughs> man, I thought I can't be friends with you. Anymore. <laughs> See, what? this man is intelligent. You agree? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, quit going across the street eating. <laughs> 
You didn't train it. <laughs> Sometimes I just got to get out of here. I just got to get out of here. I got to get some air. You know, you, you know your homeboy be sneaking up on Sean Lee when he be doing his film study, right? He followed, he shouted Sean No, I told a story yesterday <laughs> that I was giving a tour to somebody after hours and like everybody's gone out of the building. And yeah. I walked up by where the big auditorium is mm-hmm. and I walked by and, and I saw this light on and I, I saw a projector. I was like, somebody left this on. I walked in and Sean's in there by himself mm-hmm. in the dark just watching film. Yeah. Like, Five o'clock on a Friday. I was yeah. like, whoa, man. See, people don't understand. Uh, like, all the media people ask me, like, uh, so what, why is Sean good? And I tell them, like, he stays late to watch film, and he comes yeah. early to watch film. And they just, like, blows that off. Like, no, literally, he's here till 7 p.m. Uh, it's Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And like you see, saying him on Friday at 5. Mm-hmm. So he's putting in the work, and, uh, and, it, and it shows up. And... And I try my best to, like, get somewhere even close to that. You know, it, it's hard to do to be yes. with your life in football. And he he, he, he does it. So, you know, that's a good guy to look after. Yeah. How does that work with your the scheme out there? Because it, we always hear, and, and I don't know any better, but the defense is set up to kind of free Sean up to make tackles and all that. But how does that work with you? I mean, I, I'm surely that's not – it's all not for him. I mean, you're – Nate's been talking about how well the defensive line is playing, tying guys up, which is freeing you up mm-hmm. too. I assume to make these plays. Is that kind of how it's set up? Or? Yeah, um, it, it, D line play good. The linebackers play good. You know, and um, that, that's that's how it goes. And uh, Sean Lee, he just has a nose for the ball. You know, and um, the more snaps you play, the more opportunities you have to make. You know, tackles and stuff like that. So uh, just, that's just how it works. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't. Uh, you know. It's, as much credit as he gets, it didn't seem like the defense really took off till you got back in there and you were both in there together. Like having both those guys, you, Sean, David Irving back, I mean, do you guys feel like you've kind of stepped up at another level now? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, we got it. Everyone's playing. Uh, as long as everyone keeps being better, and that's all, that's all we can ask for. And um, we just don't want to take no steps backwards. Um, we, we got a good thing going for this past couple of weeks, and we just got to keep building. We don't We don't want to go backwards. All right, man, we know you got to go. You got to eat. You got to lift, do whatever you got to do. We really appreciate you stopping by, letting us get to know you a little bit. Hopefully we can get you back on before the season. Good luck in Atlanta this weekend. Everybody check him out. Anthony Hitchens, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, man. Thank we'll you. take a break Thank and we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. 
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you back to hanging with the boys we are back playing a little musical chairs kurt's trying to get in his normal spot he was really reluctant because he didn't know how sweaty his butt was going to be after he sat in the same chair as anthony but he's no jumbo joe he's not quite as active (laughs) perspirant yeah i guess so what you got in your left hand there kurt my left hand <laughs> Put Tommy John on your end zone underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Trust me, I wear it. It's like nothing you've ever worn before. Plus, it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear where it's free, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. 20% I went when off I your said first that. order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thank you, Kurt. Is that a new one, Douglas? It is. All right. Before, I didn't even hear it. What was it? I winked when I said that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Before we talk about Hitch, I this big ball is staring me in the face. What's the name on that ball? Baraclaw. So strong at the balls. So we went out and we did our little – we should have bet something. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we didn't. So we went out and did our little thing. Need I to, thought there was no way in hell, Douglas. Need to reset what you did. So yesterday we somehow we got on the topic of I didn't think there was any way in hell Douglas could throw a ball forty yards in the air, and he just oh yeah, no problem. I could do that with ease and accurate and whatever. So we talked about it a lot on the show, and we decided we'd go prove it out, out here before the show. And we had some lunch, and Douglas and Nate met me and Kurt out on the field, and we videoed it. And sure enough, Douglas can throw the damn ball 40 yards in the air. Can Congratulations, we, Douglas. Can we get that put on the website by somehow, some way that Douglas completed it hit it right on the line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll break the internet with no. that news. We'll put it on the Hanging with the Boys hanging account. Hanging with the Boys, the man, for real. Kurt shot a video. I shot a video. I'll try to stitch them together somehow, and we'll we'll put it up. The yeah. first one, I think, the first one I know was short. No, I hit I down the line. He's trying to take away your glory. I got it on video. He's trying to hit you, take away your glory, man. I, I thought it was short at first, too, but I think it made the, it. Yeah, it hit right on the line, man. But the second and third ones definitely definitely went over 40. And so. don't play tennis with Shannon. If he couldn't see it, hit the line four yards Shut from Shut up, it. Douglas. You already got your glory <laughs> for this show. Just sit back there and mic off. <laughs> Oh, congratulations, Douglas. Thank I, you. I Thank you. thought there was no way in hell that was happening, but it did. You, you, you did threw an official NFL yep. football. You done good. You done. You give me a give me a few days to knock the rust off, and and I will throw it straight to you. At nah, we ain't, got, we ain't got time for that. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What'd you guys think about Hitch, man? Nice guy. 
He is. Smart. I've been watching him since he was a rookie. Yeah. I've been watching him literally, you know, uh, I, I've been sitting back. I watch a few guys just to see how they develop and where they come from. And uh, each year he got better. But this past training camp, I'm telling you, he would, he would open up practice, man, just in the backfield. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where he's, a couple of times Zeke was like, had to stop on the dime because he was on him. Already on him? Yeah. And so uh, then when he had that knee deal, oh, my God, that put a lot of pressure on, on Jalen. I mean, I know Jalen probably, you know, saying, hey, you know what, I, I love the snaps, but. Hurry up and get back. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> much more effective, you know, yeah. with him with him being the starter. I was talking to him on the way over here and, and asked him how the knee was doing. And he was like, you know, he's like, it's great. He's like, I, it, I don't think about it. I don't feel it. I haven't really had to get treatment. He was like, after, you know, the Green Bay game, I, it, it's like it was never even injured. So that's that's good to hear. You know, yeah. it's not lingering. So he's one of those guys that doesn't get a lot of recognition. Sean Lee obviously gets a bunch. Right. Lawrence this year, Irving. He's good. He's man. steady. I mean, yeah. He just he like he talked about. He can play any of those three positions. And he's just he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's he's not gonna you know. Not going to give you highlight reel stuff much, but he's going to make the plays. And a great story, too. I didn't know that backstory about him moving in with the yeah, and it was, another family. It was pretty much, I mean, he's 12, 11, 12 years old, and he just decided. It was kind of his decision. He just asked his mom one day, can I go live with them? You know, I'm going to share something. I'm going to go off the grid just a little bit. You know, um, Lincoln Coleman used to be a running back here. You remember him, Sir Douglas? I sure do. Lincoln Coleman, oh, yeah. number 44. from. Didn't he go to high school in Dallas? Brian Adams, I That's think right. was. Yep. And uh, he went off the grid. Uh, he, due to drugs and stuff like that, he went off the grid, and they found him, you know. Uh, one day, I think, uh, one of our players, ex-players, uh, God, I can't think of his name anyway, showed up at the homeless shelter he was at. And it, and it brought him back. And at the same time, his, his girl and his mom was putting out my, my kids missing. And they said, man, we know you. And then Lincoln, and he got up out of the shelter and walked home. And they was interviewing him because he walked to the show that I was doing. And, he, and we just interviewed him on the spot. And, uh, and, a, and a question was asked. And I try to explain this to people all the time. They said, uh, he said, Lincoln, isn't it the people you hang around? Isn't it, you know? make a big impact on your life. Link kind of looked at him. And the first thing you want to say is like, yeah, watch who you hang with. But for, but he said it just plain and simple. It's got to be within you. Mm-hmm. If your parents have put it before you or somebody of authority or even a friend has put, who are you? What what do you want? And if it's in you, that's what's in Hitch. Yeah, that's what Goodness, it, man. Yeah. When it's in you, can't nobody dissuade you. You're going to find a way not to be with that group. Yeah. And even as, I mean, yeah. he wasn't even a teenager yet. He made that kind of decision. It just yeah. amazes me. Yeah. He, he saw it, man. And, and my son, uh, Trey, I remember, man, I remember like it was yesterday. And uh, he was four, five, six years old, man. And I, I'm sitting in our house. And I got a beer in my hand. You know, I'm sitting there, big old man, 400 pounds, off season. And he walk up to me between my legs and say, Daddy, Daddy. I said, yeah, son. He say, he said, I'm going to play football. And I look at him, you know, okay, it's cool. You know, you're proud. I said, well, what position are you going to play? He said, Dad, I'm going to be a running back. I looked at him. Now, this is a young kid, man. 
I said, well, baby, you got to watch what you eat. You can't eat like that and you can't act like that. And from that day on, man, my baby changed the way he ate. And how old was he? <laughs> he was about four, five, six years old. Really? And, I'm, and, I, and I remember this like it's yesterday. So I know he didn't wait till he was 11 years old. Mm. Hitch didn't know. He knew something wasn't right. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. And, and as he got a little bit older, he began to figure it out that my environment is not right mm-hmm. for what I want to do and where I want to be. God gives you that sometimes. And and it's called that, that inner, inner self that allows you, I don't care what your partners or friends doing, and I can give you stories of stories of people that I know like that. You probably have friends that you're like, man, every time we got in trouble – such and such wasn't around because mm-hmm. it's in them. Man, I, I'm proud of Hitch, man. Yeah, and some kids get, get trapped in their environment. environment yeah, and, and just don't know how to get out. Yeah, and lucky for him that yeah. you know, he had a mom that was understanding and was supportive. And you know what? He would have found a way. See, that's the funny thing about it. He would have found a way. Yeah. He would have found a way. And see, a lot of times, you know, boy, I, I'm telling you, I know story after story, and my kid – just one of those kids. And to this day, man, I look at my kid, and I, and I tell him that, and he just kind of look at me. You know, he's kind of look at me. Son, you since you was four, five, six years old, he had about five or six. You, I said, you, you've been a different breed, son. He's a different breed. Did he remember that conversation? I don't even know if he remember. I, I told him, I said, man, I said, do you remember? He just looked at me, you know. And uh, even when he was uh, – I wouldn't let him play part one of football. He would cry. Hmm. And I would show him his friends because every time they get hit, they go to cry. Ooh, then they get up and play football. I said, Daddy don't play in that world, son, the crybaby world. And so I, I let him start playing when he was probably about 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was different, man. He was, he was, he was different. And, uh, and so the way – and I looked at him because he wasn't like – he just was not – he was more like my father. You know, he just – my father was the same way. He took care of his mother. Growing up, coming from Georgia when he was 13, moving in, moving to Florida, 16, he had his mom. So, I, But I wasn't like that. I was a different guy. You know, I was that wild, out-of-control guy. You know what I'm saying? So when I see people like Hitchens tell that story, you bring it up like that, that's when I say explain that. I want people to know that if you got a good kid, you got a good kid. But by the same token, you got that wild kid. kid. Harness him in. Harness him in. <laughs> Serious. Harness him in. Harness, harness her or him in. Because kids will show you what they are. Now, are you going to be a parent that understands, okay, this kid here is different. That don't mean that I don't have to watch him because he's still going to be a kid or she's still going to be a kid. But that one over here that's out of control – I, they two different people, and you got and you got to treat them two different people. You have basically your same core rules, but they two different people. Yeah. And would you, so, would you say that most, you know, NFL guys take so much criticism for being wild and crazy? But I think most of them, eighty-five percent, they knew what they had to do to get here, and they were eighty-five percent of pro players are good people. Yeah. And they Society had that just dictates. It's no media if the Zeke situation comes up. There's no glory for the everyday media guy. If Zeke is making their life easy, yeah, they don't have to get up 
and create nothing. Mm-hmm. It's already there. Yeah. Thing that's going on, Mr. Jones versus the league. They, they they'll sit up and say, oh, they'll act like they're concerned, but they get up every morning smiling because now I don't have to really work at a story. Yeah, and it, it misses out on good stories like yeah. itch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always said a locker room is a microcosm of society. You got. Like Nate said, 85% of the guys yeah, in there are good and they do what they're supposed to do, but then you got 15 that are just wild <laughs> ass wild, off the yeah. hook. And, and that don't mean that they bad. bad they right. just do different things. Mm-hmm. And and I and I look back now and I look at Troy them sometime and I just smile and they smile at me because they know. They're like, well, what Big Noon used to do. Wow. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm serious. And now I look at them. Hey, man, how your kids, man? And your girls are up now. How old are they? Da-da-da, Moose, what you doing with your kids? They be, I don't know. You're asking about kids. I mean, before, I used to be like, man, I hate kids. I feel like Nate's always asking me about my lady friend. Yeah. Well, no, nah, not you. <laughs> no. Just the players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the thing about it is, if you got a good woman, you got, they go Zeke on TV. Yeah, he's already done. It lasted 35 minutes. The appeal hearing has concluded, and they're awaiting the decision from the yeah, it's court. quick. Wow. When, when you are uh, nine times out of ten, most guys that got good girls are, are, are st- kind of st- more stable guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't do nothing wild or say nothing crazy, but they, they're a little bit more stable because that young lady going to demand a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Especially you know. since she's known him since a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know she's cracking oh. that whip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so. And as humble and as soft-spoken as he he's just like that off the field. Let me tell you. Just something. like that. Back in the hood, you, you date a girl that long, and uh, you try to get out of hand, the first thing she'll tell you, homeboy, I used to wash your dirty drawers. And I, <laughs> I knew before you could, before we could wash them, all right? <laughs> They're like, mm, yeah. right, you put up with a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so she know the good and the bad on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't make me put it in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? Let's let's do something we said we were going to do. What What is that? I hope it's something good. It is. It'll be. This will be fun. Let's give our mid-season – Award. Oh yeah, I saw that man. I was so hyped about the about Nate probably hadn't even put any thought into this. Yeah, because he was dominating you because I was so hyped about Douglas too. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have no idea how excited this we've been buzzing since right after the show yesterday. We've been talking smack to Douglas. Because Douglas would have let me down, that'd have been the end of our pregame <laughs> show you know what? and everything. I I wish he would have because I would have loved to have gotten your reaction on video. You probably wouldn't have made oh, it yeah. nah, falling nah. down, laughing. Me and Douglas would have had several <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Douglas, for being the hey, winner. Nate was in my <laughs> corner. If Nate ain't was. with me, nobody's. Hey, I wasn't against you. I just wanted to see it. I yeah, just wanted you to that's prove okay. it. Well, we couldn't tell yesterday, my friend. <laughs> that's a good way to approach life. You want to see it. You want to see it. All right, guys, let's go around the let's go around the group here. I'll, I'll give us a category. You guys give me your thoughts, and I'll right. I'll finish up with mine. Okay. Nate, so far, halfway through the season. Your Dallas Cowboys offensive MVP is who? Dak. Why? Because this kid came in when everybody thinking he was going to have a slump. He not only uh, proved that he can be accurate, he throws a better long ball now, he throws a better mid-range ball, and he's even better at spreading out defenses. So if something do happen to Zeke, I feel confident that as long as he don't have to put the whole 90% on his back, I think he can tote this team 85% of it. 
as long as somebody just step up, it's mainly his receivers are a running back, and our defense continue to play just good. Our defense don't have to play great, just play good. This team will be all right with that. Okay. Kurt? I would probably agree with that, but to be different, I will say Zeke, mainly because I think he can make – he's the biggest impact player. And hopefully we don't have to find out what life will be without him. But but as preach, brother. Yeah, as, as Nate and you all have talked before, yeah. you know he turns that one yard gain into three or four, or that four yard gain into a first down. And so yeah. I think that I agree that Dak is probably um, thank you the safest, most assured guy. But I think as far as making an impact, make it, this team being from a really good team to a great team, I think that maybe falls into Zeke. Now, Kurt, on all these, you don't have to go against Nate. Yeah, because every one of these I have at least two guys <laughs> okay. that I can plug in here, All and right. if y'all both agree, I'm gonna go the opposite. Direction. <laughs> okay. So, right. so you don't have to disagree with Nate okay. just for disagree. Oh, steal your sake. thunder there, yeah. oh my God! Oh, well, who is your offensive MVP? Sir? I've got. It's funny. I've have Dak and Zeke both written down. <laughs> Dak, though, I'm gonna go with Dak because I think this team can win ball games and, and can play at least 500 ball with without Zeke. I don't think this team's a 500 team without Dak. I think Dak is, you know, this is built around this. This team's built around the run and built around the offensive line. But I think you've got capable backs on this team that that can do it at a level of Zeke. I don't probably not. We may find that out really quick. But I don't have a lot of confidence in yeah in in the quarterback position. The drop without off Dak. Yeah, and and I mean he just, you know, he. People don't realize he's a year and a half into his career. He's only thrown eight interceptions. He is good. He is a good quarterback. And I just don't think this is the same team without him. Defensive MVP. Ain't but one. So now you can try to be different if you want. Nate. One. Go. Demarcus Lawrence. Ain't but one. Mm. Ain't but one for me because he, and and I'm going to connect it for you. If he is balling, mm-hmm. he makes the other defensive lineman ball. And if the other defensive lineman ball, our linebackers are, are, are ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it's Demarcus Lawrence. Now, I know what, what everybody's going to say, but without a defensive line, I'm telling you, trust me, time will prove me right. All right. Kurt? I will go with Sean Lee. I think we – Terminator. He showed how much we missed him in those two games he was out. The you see it now. Average rushing yards with Lee is 80.3. Without Lee is 164. Um, you know, we're 5-1 with him, 0-2 without him. I just think that what he what he's able to attack the ball wave is make those tackles, but also his leadership on that side of the ball and, and setting guys up. I think he's they need him. Kurt, give me some. Oh. You actually can did you, some can, research before you walked in. Can you see it, night? <laughs> Who? Me? I can see everything. That's the Terminator. Oh. <laughs> I will be back. I will be back. I'm going to go. I, I had both of those guys written down. I also, it's written right here, Nate. It's written right here. You, you can good. see it. You are good. You I, see it. You right I, I see it, but you you are good. I also, you are good. I also, wrote down the whole roster so he could say, I've got that one. Yeah, yeah. I also have David Irving in the conversation because I think he since he's Six been back. Six sacks in he's, four games. He's led the team since yeah. he's been back. But to Nate's point, I think that all comes from the attention that they're having to put on Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. You know, coming in this season, you didn't know what you had mm-hmm. with him. You had back issues, and he has balled out, balled out, and, and big difference. 
Special teams MVP. Nate. Chris Jones, the punter. Wow. Rick, uh, Rick Goslin did a great article on him. I didn't read it, but he was talking about it, him and Bill Jones, about how, how before our defense started clicking, how he would still give great field position. You know, and uh, keep the ball inside the 20, keep the ball inside the 10, make teams have to go 80 yards, make teams have to go 90 yards, give your ch- offense, uh, your defense a chance to to make some plays. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris Jones would be my own. Okay. Yeah. Kurt? Yeah, I was going to go with Jones as well. I think, uh, I mean, Bailey was healthy. I mean, they don't get much better than him. He's so reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Jones has given them such an advantage in maintaining field position, yeah. pinning them, in the, you know, deep. That um, and he's so underrated. He just he kind of flies under the radar, but he's uh, and he's Chris Jones gave Jeff Heath the opportunity to succeed at kicking field goals <laughs> by holding that ball. <laughs> there you go, my friend. Chris is tied fourth right now for punts inside. He holds a kickable ball just like a quarterback throws a catchable pass. Okay, Douglas. Okay. Uh, that now I want to hear. Who your special team guy is? Well, my first obvious pick was Chris Jones. <laughs> okay, who was your second? <laughs> and the reason, the reason why, like, you don't realize how good the guy is. Even when he hits a bad punt, there was one game I can't remember. It might have been Washington. He kicked the ball, and you hear the crowd go, "Oh!" <laughs> and the damn thing still went forty-two yards. So it's like he he doesn't mess up. You know that you know that whole special teams unit, LP, yes. Dan, and Chris. I don't think people realize how good they are. Mm-hmm. You don't ever hear their names yeah. in a negative way, and that's very rare. You know, there's some teams that can't fix their special their yeah. their, their kicking problems. So they've only, only given up, including the University of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they've given up 54 punt return yards this year, which is tied for the third few. Wow. Well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Kayvon Frazier. He's made a couple of oh my god, run. nice call. couple yeah. of big good tackles. Oh, bro. You know, wow. Catching it. You know, wow. I don't know if you can pull the stat up or not. Do they have special teams negative well, they, yards? Oh, negative yards? I don't know. He's leading the team tackle in special loss. teams tackles. Okay. Kayvon's really picked this game up, man. Seven solo tackles, three assists. Um, yeah. Fumbles. Yeah. Calls to fumble. And recover one, huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Kayvon. Even though he hadn't got right. as much playing time on the field, like he's really he's somebody that's really popped off the page to me on special teams. Let's go – Rookie MVP or Rookie of the Year or Rookie of the Cowboys so far this season, Nate. Uh, I don't have one just of yet. No? No. Too early? No one stepped up? or uh, Not, not, not to what I like. And that's, that's because they've been injured. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the coaches won't play my one guy, Charlton. So, I, 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 you know, yeah, I, I, I want to wait and see okay. on that. Jordan Lewis, I think, is the only guy that would, you would think about. He's – you know, he's held his own as a cornerback yeah. out there, but everybody else really has has been banged up. Xavier Woods, you know, he's shown flashes. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be good, but he's still coming along. But I, I think Jordan Lewis has had the most impact so far. They, they've seemed pretty comfortable with him. Yeah, those are the two guys I had written down. I had Lewis and, and Xavier Woods. I don't think you've seen enough of Xavier to actually give him a uh, – there's Zeke walking back out of the courthouse. Um, I don't think he's had enough – reps to see what he's got Lewis I think he's going to wind up being a really good guy he just needs more playing time and you know Cheeto would be probably be in that conversation yeah get on the field and and stay on the field he's practicing so it sounds like he's Uh uh-oh uh-oh all right and then the last one who is your unsung 
hero of this team so far? Somebody that that goes out there and does their job, and you just never really you don't hear anything good about them. You don't hear anything about bad about them. They fly under the radar, but you think does a really good job on the field. Nate. I got two people on this. I got, and one is a recent guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted you know, like we talked about two of them: um, the kicker, the punter. And mm-hmm. the special in the, Jones. Uh, in the in the long snapper. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one group for me. Them one that's one group of guys. They all go together. And the other guys, Malik Collins, moved to the one technique. And you know, he You've liked him since camp. Yeah, he he's he's got he's gotta suck it up now. It it's different. I'm telling you, it's different when you go on that one technique and you got centers and guards pounding on you all the time and he's fighting through a foot injury. Keep it up, big fella. What exactly is a one technique? Right over the center. You heads up on the center almost every play. So you're helmet to helmet. Helmet to helmet. Sometimes you're shading a little bit two inches this way or three inches that way, but you don't know what's going to hit you, man. And what's a two and a three technique? A three technique is when you're on the outside eye of either guard. Okay. A two technique is head up to the guard. Okay, so it goes moose inside to out. Yeah. What's the under tackle then? Under tackle is when when it's the weak side – and you slide down like there's no tight end, then you slide in over the guard, that's an under tackle. An right. over tackle is when you have a tight end, and that's the strong side, you call it an over. And now you become an over tackle. There you go, Kirk. All right. Did you learn something today? I did. What's, uh, what's my favorite Martian? That's Kirk with his thing sticking out from the side of his head. <laughs> Kind of out there today. Like Marvin the Martian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kurt, who's your unsung guy? Uh, I'll guys? go with. Uh, um, he wasn't so unsung recently, but I think Terrence Williams has done a good job this year. I mean, he, he takes some criticism here and there. He had that bad drop with the uh, oh, yeah, turned into man. the pick. Yeah. But I wow. think overall, I, he's he's been a, a number two. It's what you expect out of him. He's, he's not going to light it up, but I think he's been able to fill in pretty well with uh, when they've been covering Bryant. So I would go with him. On the offense, on the defense, is Skandrick unsung? I don't know. He's hanging in there, isn't he? Hanging in there. He's hanging in there. I'll tell you what. I put a picture up of him on Instagram last night, on the Cowboys' Instagram, and there was nothing but shade being thrown at him. And I'm like, do you guys watch the game? (laughs) Like, he is having a a decent year. I talked about him like he was Because he got that constant chimp on his shoulder. And he don't know when to – Turn it off. Sometimes you got to turn it off. Yeah. And that probably that they're still mad about that play at the end of the first half. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. That he was the most yeah. obvious guy who missed. I mean, he was just standing in front of him yeah. and got juked. Yeah. Crawford's another guy that's played pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Great call, brother. Yep. And Great call. And that goes back to the Bible. Because the most hated guy on the defense is Tyrone Crawford. Because of the money. The most hated guy on offense is Terrence Williams (laughs) because of the money. For real. He took less than he could have. Yeah. I'm going to go with – I wrote three names down. Chris Jones was one of them. Um, Damian Wilson was another just because he's always around the ball on special teams, and I think he's done a pretty solid job in in a backup role. Um, But I'm going to go with Jonathan Cooper, man. You know, That's a good one. He started off kind of shaky, and and I don't think it's a coincidence that once he was – cemented as the starting guy in that position that you know the running games kind of started clicking the passing game started clicking the offense started clicking 
You know, maybe he just needed the confidence of, hey, the, you're our guy. Let's go. You're going to be here every week. And, and you hadn't really heard his name called a lot. So that's that's who my guy is. Like what you say, Kurt? I like it. All right. So, man, you didn't want nothing from Sir Douglas, huh? No. No. We got it. We, psh, he's balls. Okay. His balls on our table. <laughs> that's, that's what we got from Douglas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We'll you talk say about they are, they are. We'll talk about Douglas's <laughs> ball when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. To work this big land, okay. you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere Compact Tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offer. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So, next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. And we're back. Had a little problem getting my headset back on. I was... Too far around the table. Hey, let me say, we got a little thing, man. This did not come from Bubba Bits. You're dropping knowledge today. Good stuff. Guess where that come from? Where'd that come from? Oh, the boss yeah, man's listening. Yeah, the boss today. man listening, man. And see, the fun thing about it, man, uh, I'm, I'm going to fight for you another week, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba Bits. You better come up. I'm fighting for you know. one more week, bro. I don't know if that's a branch you want to crawl out on. <laughs> You're giving him one more? One more week. One you, more. But you know what? what? What me and Kurt and Sir Douglas got to do is without you, sir, without you, Shannon, we got to put my man under the gun. So we got to find him 30 minutes before the show, and we got to question him. Is it truly him or is it truly you? Holding down Bubba bit. I don't know. You know what? I don't know where he, where he is. Y'all might, y'all might not be able to find him. He's only been on the show once. Yeah. Times calling in though. Did he gonna and call in and say we hating on him? Yet he's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. We talk about him every yes. show. Bubba bits. Speaking of calling got the in, best nickname. Speaking of calling in, we're gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Fan fun phone Friday. Fan fun Friday. Call us tomorrow. And uh, for future reference, 
We have Victor. What's Victor's last name? Bialba. We have him and his follies. <laughs> and whenever Shannon can find time, we have uh, Mickey and his follies. We're going to have Brad Sham and his follies. And then we're going to have a. From behind. Nice penetration. Oh, Not that type of folly. <laughs> and we're going to have uh, a, right, a, a Swedish guy. <laughs> We're gonna have him on for a segment, a whole hour. Uh, Scott, guy. Scottish, Scottish guy. We'll we'll probably have him on for a whole hour. I don't okay. know if we'll let him talk the whole okay, hour. He can he can sit sit wherever yeah. for an hour. But I want him over there so I can look at him. And <laughs> if I need to laugh, I don't want him to say, "Is he laughing at me?" I want you to see that I'm laughing at you. He sent me a he sent me either a Facebook message or or a tweet right. and said, "I listened to the show because they're six hours ahead." He's like, right. "I listened to yesterday's show." He was like. Nate's definitely going to need somebody to interpret me. Yeah. He's got this, Shannon, what are you doing, Shannon? And I'm like, Nate's just going to look at you with his mouth open. I'll have to, I'll have to interpret for you because I can barely understand it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have, have a – so those are the four. We don't know exactly when. But now, when will we we can put almost we can put do a it date whenever, on it. whenever whenever Douglas gets it together, we can, yeah we can bring him on any show. We'll make time for all that stuff. Also, yeah. Douglas has to go do the research and get cuts from Gilmer. Oh yes, yes. Gilmer. Oh my God, Gilmer! Y'all have to hear Gilmer. He is a a statement It'll maker. Happen. You know what you could do? You could almost put a a, a montage of just. You don't even have to get the answers. Right. Just the questions, like one right after the <laughs> other. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah, I won't. Because at the end, it's going to be, okay. <laughs> That's all I'm getting is the questions or the statements, yeah. the case may be. Oh, man. All right, let's do uh, let's do over and under today. You ready? We, we, we still got to go. What? We still got to do that. You pencil whippers, you not give us good overs and unders. You give us the obvious. I give y'all great over unders. <laughs> okay, we'll see. You just choose to And take- we're going to take a vote. If you don't do good this week as far as the over or under of what you're asking, mm-hmm. we got to get rid of you and get, give it to Kurt. Hey, <laughs> Kurt's the one that did the terrible yeah. one. Remember, we got them all right when Kurt did it. From Shannon's point of view, he's serving those up on a platter because you guys keep beating him. Mm-hmm. He's, well, I'll beat him every week anyway, but he was just pencil whipping me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you this after I write okay. it down so you don't think all right. pencil whipping you. All right, I know. I don't even know why we do this because we know what Nate's going to guess every week. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be what the Cowboys need to do, need to happen to win. <laughs> Matt Ryan, two hundred fifty yards passing. Let me guess, Nate. We need him to go under. Uh oh. I gotta wait until I see what you say on the running. Mm. Ooh. Because you gotta have the two running backs. And you got it's just, this over and under should not be just four or five. This over and under should be this offense can be deadly. They they went from scoring what 34 points a game down to 21, but they truly have the ability to get 34 points. They almost threw for four they almost last year, check the offense, it, it, it hovered around four hundred yards a game. So that's what scares me. You know. It's pretty much the same offense. Yeah. Yeah, I I was doing some research today. I was reading the Atlanta Ooh. newspaper and they said that the Falcons offense is third in the league with the most explosive plays, but they're also third in the league with most dropped passes. Yes, they are, man. So, and explosive plays are runs over 11 yards. Passes over fifteen. They've got like something like seventy-seven. You can 80. go over with that right there. Still won't be enough. Yeah, they're still racking up three hundred seventy-two yards game. per game. Ooh, so 
But if he go under that, they in trouble. So I'm going under. Going under? Nate's going yeah, under. They go under 250 because he he going to get 250. See that? That's a you that's under. Okay, all right. Um, I'm <laughs> saying under tackle. they're going to play from behind, and so he'll get over. He's going over. I'm going to go over as well. Oh, that's a good thought. I ain't thinking <laughs> like a football player. He thought like a football player. That's a good thought. Good thought, Kurt. Oh, yeah. What, what you going over? Been doing this show for four months. Kurt finally had a good thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm going over. I'm going over. All right. Julio Jones mm. over or under 100 receiving yards. We need. I need him under. Mm. I need him to have a bad day. Definitely Eight. need him under. Eight's going under, Kurt. Uh I will go over. Going over. I'm going to go over as well. I think he's got a good matchup against these corners. See the thing about it. Big when, when I'm when, when you ex- as explosive as this team, you just, it's hard to choose because they got two two running backs. If either one of them rush for hundred yards, you you could be in some dangerous trouble, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy sacks two and a half. Go over. Over. We need that. I'm okay. going over. Yeah. I'm gonna go over as well because I'm I'm like Kurt. I think they're they might play from behind, and there's gonna be plenty of opportunities playing behind the chains. Atlanta running game. Both backs combined. 125 yards. Mm. Under. Eight's going under. They boy, ooh, that could be ugly. Them guys, one thing I don't want them to do to them, one thing I don't want to see is them throwing throwing to them backs, coming out of the backfield a lot. I do not want them to throw to them. Mm-hmm. Freeman and, and that kid, Coleman, they are dangerous in open field. So Freeman's the one that will run over you. Coleman's the one that will run by you, right? And Freeman is the one that can shake you too. I mean, they. I'm serious. Go back. They, they are nice, man. They are nice. I'm telling you, they could start. Either one of them could start for about 20 teams in this league easily. I'll go under. Kurt's going to go under, and I'm going to go under because I think they're going to wind up having to throw the Okay, what you got me over for? Oh, yeah, so sacks. Good, good. Yep, got you over for (laughs) sacks. Under on everything else. And let's go Cowboys rushing game, whether it's Zeke or the three-headed monster of Alfred, Rod, and Darren. 125 yards total. For Zeke? Or uh, the alternative? Yeah, yeah. I'm going, I'm going. We need over. I need over. Over? I need big time over. Kurt? I'll go over. And I'm going to go over as well because I think that needs to be the game plan is keep Atlanta's offense off the field, control the clock, run the can ball. You, can, you, can you – did you hear what he just said? Mm-hmm. I think that – what has it not been the game plan in the last two years? See? Why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to call me he's out? I know I'm Captain Obvious. Sounded uh, good. It sounded good. Or you sounded sound good. real convinced. It sounded good until Nate yeah. goes, wait. <laughs> so that <been laughs> when game plan. Not been game plan. All right, since we only have a couple of minutes left. You know what? We didn't even get to the Cowboys' D versus their offense. We'll do that tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. yeah, we can get Broadus. Let's just beat Broadus up with it. Okay. That'll be good to beat him up with it. All right, Nate. The Cowboys win this game if they're hitting on all cylinders. All right, mm. and I'm Captain Obvious. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> thought I was gonna get some. See, you just blew uh, Derek's text right there. Yeah, you were, you were dropping knowledge. Yeah, I'm was... dropping knowledge, baby. They hitting on all <laughs> cylinders, baby. <laughs> Kurt, uh, this is probably obvious too, but turnovers. I mean, that's uh, as high powered as Atlanta's offense has been, and they've been. Pretty. Uh, They're what negative four in the turnover. Yeah. Battle negative four. They haven't been as. But last year again, they were pretty good in, in that department. QB, so. QB don't do what seven interceptions. Yeah. So 
We need to. Uh, Maybe more. How many interceptions he has? Uh, let me look here. But I think that's, 17 I mean, and 11. 17 and 11. Uh, it's like that every game. Yeah. You know, uh, Garrett, who I went to see today, talking. And <laughs> okay. All right. You know, I like this part. Yeah. He said uh, that's the number one stat turnovers. Number one stat as far that they live as far by. as Leonard winning. Yeah. Oh, okay. He live he lives by that stat. Yeah. So um, I'll uh, I'll take the low hanging fruit, Captain Obvious. All right. I'm gonna say the Cowboys win if they have over hundred and fifty total yards on the ground. Because that means that Atlanta's offense has been off the field. Yeah. And that also means they are playing with the lead and trying to believe. What if Zeke break an eighty five yard? <laughs> Then I win. <laughs> Ryan has seven interceptions. You're right. Yeah. How many touchdowns? 17. Uh, uh, 11. 11. So, wait a minute. Matt Ryan has seven interceptions this 11, season 11. in, what, eight games? They're yeah. four and four. Dak Prescott has eight interceptions. Eight touchdowns. Dak Prescott. In his, in eight interceptions career. in his career. Oh, his career. You going, oh, you're going in total package. Yeah, man. Okay. That's impressive. Okay, last question. The if Falcons win, if what, Kurt? Falcons win. Yes, uh, they can get that offense rolling, and it, I think it's going to be hard to shut down their. I think they're going to get some yards in the air. Mm-hmm. Just don't want the big plays, and they're a big play offense. Limit the big plays, kind of like they did against KC last week, right? Yes. Nate, Falcons win if Cowboys. If the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Falcons. me to say the Cowboys lose. So I'm going to say the Falcons win, and this goes back to kind of back to Kurt. Falcons wins is the Cowboys win. The Cowboys. I mean, the, the Falcons, Falcons win is the Cowboys. Stop! Win. Stop! The Falcons win if they <laughs> the win. The Cowboys win if they win the turnover battle because they've been. The Falcons going to lose because their stadium is leaking. <laughs> uh, yeah, you going to be able to stay dry? I don't. I haven't even looked. Oh. It's kind of like this show. I give up. You know what? This was a great show. We had Anthony Hitchens. He had a great story. We yes, talked about him after Nate was dropping knowledge. We gave our mid, just... mid-season MVP awards, which I thought everybody had valid points and good football points, and then y'all just drove this thing yeah. right off in the deep. Wheels fell off, didn't they? Yep. All started with Doug- the Cowboys win. Cause the Cowboys All win. started with Douglas's ball on our table. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> wow. Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, sir. Nate. Thanks for bringing it as always. Oh, man. Good good grab on Hitch. Yeah, Great grab. You. Douglas, right. congratulations. I winked when I said that. Oh. Thank Every you. drop was good except the <laughs> penetration one. All right. <laughs> that one was awesome. And in yeah. from behind. Oh. Nice penetration. Oh, my God. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Here's the full. This gives the context. Okay. And give us from it. behind. Nice penetration by Keith Rivers. Uh, so, not any. You're an evil genius rivers. back there. Douglas. Not any better. Kent, evil genius. Kent, thanks for doing what you're doing. We will have Brian Broadus to kick us off tomorrow, the first 15 minutes, and then we'll take your phone calls Friday on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!